0: This week's parsha begins with Hashem commanding Moshe Rabbeinu, boy el pare, Kom pare. And the question is, the expression boy el pare, is grammatically incorrect. It should have stated, leich pare, go to pare, not Kom pare. Hashem was not calling Moshe from pare's home. Rather, Hashem was in conversation with Moshe, and he demanded that he go to pare and intercede on behalf of the Jewish people. So leich pare, would have been more appropriate. So he's saying that Phila of Ashrei, Toi Vahashem Lakoyl, Hashem is good to all, Varachmav al and has mercy on all of his creations. The interpretation of Rachmav is not sympathy, but rather empathy. Varachmav, Hashem is not only sympathetic, but more than that, empathetic. So what's the difference? Sympathy is when one feels pity or sorrow for the misfortunes of others, which is very noble. However, empathy expresses a much deeper degree of compassion and devotion. It's the ability to literally experience the feelings of another person. It's when one puts themselves into another person's position and can physically feel their pain. They say the love of a mother to her child is so powerful, so profound, that she can actually feel their pain. That's empathy. And now we understand why the Torah uses the expression boy and not leichel pare. Hashem who personifies the ultimate midah of rachum, the midah of empathy. Hashem says, I'm with you in your distress. Mitzrayim at that time was the place where the Jewish people were being brutally tortured and oppressed by the Egyptians. And since Pari's house was where all of the torment originated from, therefore, Hashem says, I'm actually residing in Pari's palace and feeling the pain and anguish of the Jewish people. So Hashem tells Moshe, Come to Pari's house and rescue me, because I'm here now. I'm here suffering along with all the Jewish people and feeling their pain. Perhaps that is why when Hashem originally asked Moshe to be the Redeemer of Klai Yisrael, Moshe replied, Which on the surface appears inappropriate. It seems as if it's an attempt by Moshe to shirk his mission and responsibility. But what Moshe was really saying is, "Me Anoichi, we know Anoichi alludes to the Rabbi Nishalolem. Mi Anoichi, who am I to rescue the Anoichi? Who am I to think that I'm qualified or have the credentials to liberate the Rabbi himself? They say a story about a young boy named Shloima Hoffman. When he was a bacher, he learned in his shalim and the yeshiva of Chevron. At the time, the bacher would rent rooms from the families in the neighborhood. And Shloyman found a room in the Beis Yisrael neighborhood in Gaula, in the same house of the famous tzadik, Reb Shlomka of villa. Reb Shlomka was known for his tremendous heart and warm demeanor. Broken and downtrodden yin from all over would frequently show up at his door to pour out their hearts and beg for help. Even at that young age, Reb Shlomka recognized the tremendous wisdom and sensitivity of his young neighbor. One night, Shloyme returns from a day of learning and finds Reb Shlomke sitting at his table looking intently at a pile of small notes. Reb Shlomke calls out, Shloyme, I have to leave for a few minutes. Pull up a chair and read these notes. Shloyme was a bit surprised at the Rebbe's request, but who can argue with the Rebbe? The Rebbe leaves and Shloyme quickly realizes that this wasn't ordinary pieces of paper. These were kwitlach that people gave the Rebbe, asking for his help. He picks up the first note. It's from a man that has three daughters that are well into their 20s and pleads for help. The father asked that the rabbi daven on his behalf. Schleumer tried to imagine the sorrow and misery of the parents and the loneliness of the three older girls. He was about to cry, but he thought, this is only the first one. Let's go on. The second note revealed the story of a man who had fallen into great debt. He wrote, Rabbi, I feel like I'm suffocating. I don't have one minute that's free of stress. I feel pressure and anxiety day and night. Two notes in and already Schleimer couldn't bear to pick up another. This was so much harder than anticipated. But the Rebbe asked, so he carries on. In the third note, a tremulous handwriting told a harrowing story. A young mother who had been in remission from a dreadful disease had just been informed that her illness had returned. She writes, Rebbe, I'm so worried about the future of my young children. Shloimeh puts down the note and lets out a deep sigh. He couldn't even finish reading the rest of the note. He looks up at the dozens of notes that he was still supposed to read, but couldn't muster up the strength to go on. And just then, the Rebbe walks back into the room and says, "Shloimeh, you finished reading all the notes? He says, Rebbe, I read a few, but I had to stop. I was completely overwhelmed. Rabbi, how can you bear the pain of all these broken yidin? He tells him, Shloimeh, every Jew must read the Kvitlich of other yidin. You might not be able to help them, but you must try to feel their pain. You must be empathetic to their plight. Shloimeh grew up to be a god be Israel. He listened and listened and never stopped listening his entire life. Rabbi Meir Chadash, the Meshgich of the Sabbatki Yeshiva, dubbed him the best of the best listener. Rev Shtayman Zatzal would send Yeshiva Mashgichim to him for training. And just like his mentor, Hef Shlomka Zvilla, Shloime truly felt other people's pain. Unfortunately, we get bombarded with requests from people that are hurting on a daily basis. We open our phones and it seems that a day doesn't go by when we read of another campaign on behalf of a desperate widow or an impoverished color or a family that needs medical help. We can't always help everybody, but the least we can do is to be empathetic and feel their pain. We can't always help them out financially, but we can all open up at tehillim and daven on their behalf. We live in a world of Hester, a world of concealment, where Hashem's presence isn't always visible. Sometimes it feels as if He's abandoned us. But we have to remember, Bo Hashem said, Hashem is right here with us, empathetic to our plight. We don't always see it, but we have to know he's right here with us. And now we know. Have a wonderful day.